A Monday morning broadcast. Well, it's no secret that um, Rabbi Chaim Hagler, who's now, of course, the uh, greatest educator in the history of the United States of America, uh, is a dear friend of ours for many, many years, <laughs> longer, as I always say, than he or I would ever admit to. And um, we have followed the growth of Yeshivat Noam from its very beginning. He's, of course, the head of school, the principal, the founding principal of Yeshivat Noam. And uh, is, he's getting all this attention, rightfully so, because of their unique eighth grade graduation for the class of 2020 at uh, Yeshivat Noam. And uh, and we uh, we asked him to come on, and he agreed. With all the requests he's getting internationally, he did agree to come and join us at JM in the AM. Rabbi Hagler, welcome back to JM in the AM. Uh, good morning, Nachum. It's a pleasure to to be here, as always. America's number one educator. Would you say that basically sums it up right now? <laughs> I'm not sure about that, <laughs> but you know, everybody gets their five minutes in the in the spotlight. The darling of the media when it comes to education. By the way, I I gotta and obviously we're talking about you know your unique graduation celebration. But in all seriousness, as you were preparing this and knowing you as many of us do. Uh, you know, you want to do something unique, something different, something memorable. We get that. I mean, the school's been built on unique and memorable things, frankly, over the last many years. Um, y- you you have to admit, and I think you would admit, that a lot of clever stuff was done by a lot of principals and, uh, and um, you know, co- uh, uh, graduation coordinators around the country over the last month or so. You have, you have seen a lot of good ideas before you sat down to think of this one, right? Yeah, yeah, I think everybody's thinking the same way of what they can do, what we could do to, you know, special for for the students who are graduating because it's a tough to be part of the graduating class of 2020. Yeah, that's for sure. No matter where they're graduating from, it's difficult. Um and and we saw, you know, drive by this and uh, you know, and these and different types of ceremonies and and people actually opening up the uh, uh you know, their auditorium and putting <laughs> and putting uh you know, um uh cardboard cutouts of the students in the crowd, etc. It's and there've been a lot of uh, clever ideas. This one I think grabbed everybody because of the way it was done and how long it took to do it. So tell us about the beginning. Uh, what are we calling it? Are we calling it graduation on a float? How do we refer to it? Well, we're referring to it as a floating graduation, bringing graduation home. There you go, floating graduation. So how did this idea all start? Um, you know, we knew we wanted to do something special for the students. Uh, several weeks ago, we held a uh, Zoom town hall meeting with the eighth grade parents. Um, to really just open it up. And I think they were a little surprised. We didn't come with ideas. We said we came with an open mind, uh, that we want to do something unique, something different. Um, and some parents had some ideas on the Zoom. And then uh, shortly after that, maybe within an hour or so, I was contacted by one of our parents, Hanan Vogel, who told me that he had a really uh, unique idea of how he can make uh, every student feel special, which is exactly what we had been talking about <laughs> on our phone call. And he said to me, but tell me first, you know, what are you looking for? And I said to him, look, I'm looking for something that has the wow factor, that when, you know, when, it, when the student sees that, they're going to say, wow, that's amazing, and they're going to remember their graduation. And then he proposed the idea of the float to me uh, that he had been thinking about, um, and I loved it. And we put together a small uh, committee of him, Ed Stelzer and Ari Wartelsky, and I got the three of them together because all three had reached out to me separately, wanting to be very involved in the graduation with their own unique ideas. And I, within a day or two, organized a call with the, with the three of them. And we had a great, you know, first conversation. And about two days later, we had a second conversation. Unbeknownst to me, they had been talking probably 47 out of the previous 48 hours, <laughs> trying to uh, plan this and, uh, you know, put this all together. And uh, Hanan uh, Vogel de- designed the float, 
and choreographed the actual graduation and together with uh with his team uh you know, put the entire thing together. Unbelievable. We know Hanan. Give him a special shout-out, and Ari and the entire committee, as you mentioned. Um, now, what elements are involved? Number one, it's got to be dressed properly, right? The float's got to look like a graduation ceremony, right? Correct. Or like Correct. the stage yeah. would look at a graduation. Uh, you have the lectern, which, you know, some of us didn't realize how important a, a piece that was to the whole thing, but that was really key, you would admit, right? Well, the interesting thing is, you know, we realized as, uh, as we were going through the, you know, mapping out the route, that at certain times you'd be pulling up on one side of the street, and at certain times you'd be pulling up on the other side of the street. Right. So we needed to have two lecterns that were available. Um, <laughs> the float only had stairs on one side to come up, but it had an opening on the second side. So we brought a, a little uh, step stool so we can you know, pull up on either side of the street, and we had to put lecterns on both sides. Um, depending on which side we pulled up on, and you had music, a key, of course. After all, it's the music was, was was really the key. And how many people are on the float with you? There's a photographer I saw. Anybody else? Uh, there are several of us that were on the float. Um, that was, you know, as the float moved from location to location, um, and as the float would, you know, pull up. Sometimes before it came to a full stop, almost everybody jumped off, but myself and. Um, Mora Dina Mermelstein, our music teacher, was running the music. So we were the only two on there when the float actually came to a stop. And the rest of the team literally jumped off, and everybody had a position to go to and a job to do <laughs> uh, to get things set up as we pulled up. It was like clockwork. I can imagine. I mean, it looked like it from the video. Or by Chaim Hagler's with us, Yeshivat Noam, 8th grade, unique 2020 graduation. So if, before we talk about the... the um uh, the logistics when you get to each individual home, and there's one aspect I really want to talk about when it comes to that. Let's just talk about the geography for a moment, because Yeshivat Noam has students in how many neighborhoods? In several different neighborhoods. So, As what, far as? What would be the furthest from Perez? Uh, Muncie, Pomona area. And you, did, uh, and you did include the eighth graders from those areas? We did. So what we did was we, on Sunday morning when we started, we invited those students that lived outside of the Teaneck, Bergenfield, New Milford area to come to the parking lot at Yeshiva Noam. Ah, very good. And they brought their families, and we had to really set up in a way that we drove the float around. So they sat there, and the float pulled up to them <laughs> as if it was in their in their homes. And they were the first ones; they got it fresh. They got you know really right. uh, you know a wonderful presentation. And, and the, as the, well, the impression from the you know from the reports I've seen, the impression is that this was a secret. This was a a a very well kept secret. From the graduates themselves. Now, not to rain on the parade, get it, float, not to rain on the parade, but I would assume that once that happened Sunday morning, word started getting around about what's going on, right? Well, yes and no. We, we, we were really, you know, um, emphasized the point to the graduates and the graduates' families to not post any pictures, to not post any videos until we completed it on Monday evening. And they, and they kept to that? They kept to that. They kept wow. to that. Look, there were definitely, you know, people saw us on the street. Right. So people were taking videos that were not connected to Yeshiva Noam. I'm sure that we're posting the videos and the pictures. But, you know, on our chat groups, on you know, and, and all of our parents really kept to that. So when we see kids coming out of homes being escorted by their families and joining this celebration with the confetti and the music and the whole scene, they are legitimately surprised. That is the first time, yes, that's the first time they saw the float. They had no idea what was pulling up. Yeah, we sent cool. out a letter just telling parents that, you know, we're going to come by, um, you know, to do something. Uh, the child should be, tra you know, dressed in cap and gown with the right. student inside the house, parents and family waiting outside. 
Unbelievable. Uh, does the float uh, is the float legally allowed in the Palisades Parkway? Is that a is that is that okay for it to uh, to travel up that road? I'm not really oh, sure. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm making I'm making I'm making the classic mistake. I'm still envisioning that you're going up to the Pomona area. You brought all those students down to Yeshiva. <laughs> Sorry about that, Rabbi Hagler. Didn't mean to throw you off. Uh, speaking to Rabbi Chaim Hagler, Yeshiva Noam, the graduation now. You show up. Uh, to someone's home, and I assume, and I don't use this word in a derogatory fashion, I assume it's the same routine, the same schedule, uh, the music, the pomp and circumstance. It's It looked like the student actually would sit so as if they would be in the crowd, then they'd be called upon to come to get their diploma, right? A v- very similar to a real grad- to a to an actual graduation ceremony. You know, it, it was, and it was the same to an extent, but I always tell everybody, you know, we, we, you know people ask me, how do you do the same thing 85 times? Right. And I said, we didn't. We did one graduation 85 different times. Uh, wow. Each one was unique, though. Although the, the technical aspects of every graduation were the same, each one had a different feel to it. The energy, uh, the, the family, the graduate, the, the neighbors, um, everyone was, was actually slightly different. Oh, you had neighbors who participated? Oh, the, the streets were, were packed. <laughs> I'll tell you, you didn't have much trouble getting a crowd, at least, thank God. And I'm sure they applauded the graduate. They did. They did. They, they were a big part of it. We called them the, you know, the random strangers on the street. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, of course, the diploma is presented, the, the scene of you in a cutout, you know, the, a cutout of you actually taking a photo with the graduate is pretty cool. I think for a lot of people that was actually the coolest part in terms of ingenuity. I'm sure you've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there were, there were several really cool parts. You know, from the point that we, we pulled up and you said I'm playing the, the pomp and circumstance, and one of our uh, principals, Elisa Channels, would knock on the door and call the graduate out. That was always, to me, one of the, one of the most amazing scenes, watching the graduate come out. And uh, the family, I'd ask them to stand up, and we'd applaud the graduate. And often there were neighbors that were, you know, screaming and, and applauding them. The graduate would walk down, you know, their, their, their pathway with a videographer right there and a photographer there. We had a special chair set up right in the front. And the graduate would, would sit down, and that was, you know, really moving. And I would say a few words. And then I would invite the graduate up onto the float. Um, and um, as the graduate was, was and the graduate had no idea what they were coming up for, right. <laughs> and we had a special uh, lectern set up for them um, that we cleaned in between each one. We wiped it down <laughs> in between each one. Um, and then I would say, and, uh, and now the graduate would like to share a few words with his family, with his friends, with the people on, you know, his neighbors, and love to see the parents' face like, what, my kid's speaking? (laughs) (laughs) And the the graduate looked like, what, I'm speaking? (laughs) And we had a, a prepared text for them to, for them to read, and they would, they would share that, and everyone put their own, you know, feelings into that, into the way that they, that they read that, and that was always one of the, 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 the highlights as well, just their face and the and the parents' face. The best story is uh, Neely Keppitz, one of our graduates, didn't notice the text in front on the lectern. So I said, and of course, Neely wants to share a few words, and she just spoke from her heart. <laughs> That's great. I love it. And it was beautiful. It was amazing. And we were all sitting there with our mouths hanging open like, wow, that was, a, you know, that was incredible. I just called her up there. Um, and then we called the graduate down off the float um, to get their diploma, and we had our, our Yeshiva Noam Knights mascot in the PPE um, outfit <laughs> to present it, and then uh, with the music playing, and then I would stop the music and say, wait a second, something's you know, off about this graduation. Every other graduation, I present the diploma, I take the picture. 
but we have social distancing, and then we bring the the cutout down. Unbelievable. I love it, I'll tell you. And that mascot must have been very hot those couple of days. I can only imagine how difficult that was. It was, yeah. Look, we were thrilled, though, with the weather, that we got great yeah, weather, but true. it was quite hot and sunny. And uh, and I started to sympathize because during one of the videos that I saw, it was obvious that your voice was taking had taken a, a a toll had been taken on your voice. And of course, I was sympathizing with that, just wondering how on earth you're repeating this over and over and over over forty times each day. That must have been quite a challenge. As the day was going on on Sunday, I, my, my voice was going. Um, <laughs> you know, I got home around eight o'clock Sunday night, eight fifteen, and 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 I didn't say a word. I would not talk. That's all I did was drink tea and honey all Sunday night. Got up early Monday morning, tea and honey, tea and honey. We pulled up to the first house about 8.30 or so, 8.45 Monday morning. I had not said one single word from Sunday night did, to Monday Did it help? Morning. Did it help on Monday morning? If anything was going to come out at all. Well, did it help on Monday morning? Was it? Uh... By Monday morning, I was okay. As the day went on on Monday, actually, my yeah. voice got stronger. Oh, good. Oh, well, that's right. That's the typical thing. You had all that practice on Sunday, right? So it ended up uh, uh, yeah. helping, helping you on Monday. The, the old Chazen's experience, uh, why they always say the second day Rosh is easier for them than the first day Rosh Hashanah. There you uh, go. The amazing things we learned from you, Rai Hagler. Uh, what did you do about a valed- valedictorian, uh, val- what do we call it, the, 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 the valedictorian address? I forget how you refer to it. And what did you do with all the honors and all the different awards that are given out of graduation? Did those make it into your ceremony? No, we're actually going to do another program. We're going to figure out a good time to do it where we can get everybody together nice. and do those pieces. Um, you know, this was what we were calling um, stage one. Right. Uh, it, it was way bigger than we ever anticipated it was going to be. So we're going to scale back stage two a little bit and make it a little bit more informal. But that was the original plan for this to be just one part of a two-part graduation. All right. So don't uh, don't be shocked if there's some type of eighth grade or a senior dinner, of course, with proper social distancing or some other event like that coming up, right? Exactly. That's what we're working on right now. All right. I'll tell you, with a little ingenuity, these things can be the one thing we're learning about this whole experience, and you know this since March, because what you've had to do with the hundreds of students and all the uh, the teachers that you're dealing with, uh, if you if you if you if you be if you if you allow yourself to think. Uh, originally, and if you allow yourself to be a little ingenious, you can come up with some great ideas of how to handle this whole situation. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm glad you mentioned from March because the teachers have been doing that on a daily basis. You know, right. I tell everybody it's so great the graduation, but really, this is what the teachers have been doing yep. every single day. Uh, you know, coming up with, with with ingenious ways of presenting material and teaching when they're not, you know, in, in together with their students. Not easy. This has been quite a stretch of time. And you talk about the uniqueness of being in the class of 2020. Really, when you think about it, every kid in every class is going to have uh, memories of such a different type of year this whole school year. Right. But especially that class of 2020, no, we didn't want their last memory to just be of you know, isolation <laughs> right. and, and home alone. And uh, we wanted you know, something special. And, you, you, you didn't want the we last. We're going to remember this graduation. You don't want the last memory to be them clicking on leave meeting. <laughs> that would be the end of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be their last experience in school. Unbelievable. Uh, well, Rabbi Hagler, I am glad, very glad. You, you can ask my family how thrilled I was when this got international attention. Well deserved because you, you and your staff, and as you said, you're. Your family committee, uh, your parents' committee, uh, really came up with something unique and different, and uh, and uh, you, you you got the recognition of uh, of doing uh, you know original stuff with uh, with your school, which is uh, 
uh, has always been the case, and uh, I'm glad it was uh, recognized by so many people around the world. And as you just said about your teachers, I'm going to toss in another compliment that I'm sure you'll agree with me. To your colleagues uh, in the uh, Yeshiva League, as we like to say, and in so many other schools in our community, uh, plus, of course, the teachers in those schools as well, uh, everybody has really had uh, uh, original, great, innovative ideas to teach, to keep the kids engaged, and special events like yours and other types of graduations uh, that have been really appreciated by both students and parents. And I think it's really important to mention, especially now toward the end of the school year. I agree with that. And I think that's really the, the, the thing to focus on, that the real heroes here are the teachers um, for what they do every single day. But, you know, you were talking before about the recognition, you know, recognition is not what we're looking for, but I am glad that it went so global yeah. because I was surprised at how much joy it brought to people Yeah, no question about um, it. who saw that. I got an email on Friday from a, a principal of yeshiva in Moscow Wow, that she saw the video and she wrote to me that we're three, four weeks behind, you know, where we're up to in terms of coronavirus. And um, she said, I was just like down already and trying to motivate my teachers and keep things going through all of this, you know, online learning. And, and your video really just, you know, lifted us up. Unbelievable. Well, hey, if it did that, it was worth it just for that. Yeah. Uh, but it really accomplished so many other things. Uh, a big mazel tov to the Yeshiva at Noam class of 2020 and to every Yeshiva and day school and high school out there in our audience and their class of 2020. Uh, it is a unique experience. You and I were just talking off the air uh, about things that happened, you know, 80, 90 years ago that ended up having an effect on society. There's no question that this class, because of this unique experience, uh, will have a, uh, a, a very interesting uh, perspective and a very interesting effect on, on life in our community going forward. That's for sure. Um, and we wish them all a very special Mazel Tov. Uh, Rabbi Chaim Hagler, I will conclude by saying the following. I am looking forward to our next visit, our next in-person visit to Yeshivat Noam. I don't even think you... With all your originality and creativity, you can tell me when that's going to be. I cannot tell you that. No question <laughs> about it. But I know when it will happen. Whenever it does happen, it's going to be special and exciting. Bezrat Hashem. Congratulations again. And Mazal Tov to the graduates. And thanks so much for making the time this morning. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Rabbi Chaim Hagler, founder, head of school, principal, Yeshivat Noam. Uh, the, um, uh, the man who led a, a great uh, parents committee and a wonderful staff. Uh, through a fantastic and unique 2020 graduation for the class of 2020 at Yeshiva Noam that got international attention. Mazal tov to everyone celebrating their graduations out there from all of us at JM in the AM.